0: Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Go Ham Podcast, the podcast where I bring in my mutuals, my friends, and my peers to be in my shoes and just go ham about the topics that they are passionate about. This episode, I am here with another special guest. Uh, please welcome uh, Ayatoro. Hello. Hi. How, how are you?
1: I'm doing well.
0: Just, yeah, just, uh, just existing in this darkest timeline we're living? Yeah, yeah,
1: totally.
0: <laughs> how's, uh, uh, how's, um... How's uh, COVID been treating you? As
1: good as it can treat anyone, I guess, since <laughs> I didn't get it yeah. at all you didn't, so far.
0: Yep, that's the that's the one thing so far. That's the big take. Like, that if it doesn't get you day. here, we'll get you now. I and mean, if you went, if you manage to be one of those few people that eventually if this does end next year then you get to have that badge of honor like yeah i never got it because
1: well i think i did get it last year when those like early cases where everybody was getting like really really sick and they didn't know what it was and then they're like oh it's pretty we're pretty sure it was covid i'm pretty sure i got it then and that ruined my whole christmas last year so
0: Mm. so yikes okay then well, uh, all right. Well, kind of a kind of a downer opener for this episode. Uh, now, uh, 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 is it cool if I just call you Toro? Yeah, or, yeah, that's all right, cool. cool. Cool Gucci.
1: I, Toro. It means world peace in Swahili. Oh,
0: how nice! So that's why
1: I picked it, and it, I, I've embraced it. It's very nice.
0: I actually didn't know that. I actually didn't. I I just thought it was just like a made up like, you know, like screen name that you came up. I didn't know it had an actual meaning and it was from an actual language that existed. Yeah. I just thought because like most of our mutual friends, whenever we pick screen names, it's either because it's from an anime or something bullshit like that. But you're you're the rare exception. We're like, no, this actually has meaning to
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I try and do that. Actually, have meaning behind things. Yeah,
0: there's, there's me, and then you look, you look at all of our screen names. There's, there's, there's Hobo Wing. There's Basement King, and then there's all, and then there's Toro, which actually means something. <laughs> so, uh, what, what topic are we talking about today, Toro?
1: We are going to be talking
0: about the best things to ever exist in this world: dogs. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is it. Episode 2 is the Doggo episode. We in it to win it. What a, what a fluctuation of Episode 1 fan fiction to Episode 2 dogs. Just straight up dogs. So when Toro, when I asked Toro to be on the show and I said, Oh, what do you want to talk about? And she, she looked me dead in the eyes and she went, I want to talk about dogs. And I... <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, and I was I was a little bit shaken because I, at first it was like, oh, because I know she's a big Disney head and she loves anime and stuff. So I, I thought it was going to be one of those rounds. But then she hit me with the unexpected straight punch of like, doggos. Just doggos. I'm like, all right, I can work with that. <laughs> so, okay, so uh, obviously this is going to be a little bit more different than the fan fiction episode because this is more of a wide spanning than just like, Fan fiction, this is just, this is an animal. This, this is a living, animal. breathing doggo, pupper, woofer, whatever you get. First up, what, what do you call them? What do you call them?
1: I call them doggos, mm-hmm. mostly. Um, I do really like that term for them. I do like pupper a lot too, especially I just, I, for the little tiny
0: babies. The little babies are puppers. The little they.
1: babies are the puppers, but uh, a, a doggo is a doggo. A doggo is yeah. a
0: doggo. Okay, Even cool. if
1: they're wild. They're
0: they're also doggo. Yeah, I, I remember when I, I remember when doggo first caught on, I said doggo a lot and then I, I heard the term woofer and then I was like, Yeah, woofers. But then like no, I like puppers more. Puppers or doggos, those are more. Um, so uh yeah, so what so of course I had to go into more into your into your background. So so when when did your fascination with dogs first begin?
1: I have always had a fascination with dogs. Dogs have been in my life for forever. When I first got here from Russia, my mom already had a Golden Retriever at Mm -hmm. home. And so uh, I grew up with her. Uh, She passed away when I was seven. Yep. No, a little bit younger because then I got my other dogs who I consider like my dogs at seven. Mm -hmm. And I picked them out. So I've always loved dogs. They've always been in my life, and I, I, I have such an infatuation love with them, and I feel like they are so important for humans in mm-hmm. general.
0: No, <sighs> no, what a what a strong first kid. No, so the thing, so the thing that's funny is because like you, are you and I have different. Uh, experiences, well, well, first experiences with dogs, like, I didn't, I don't hate dogs, I really don't, like, I, I love dogs, I think I'm more of a cat person as well, but when, growing up, when I was little, I grew up in a very ghetto area, so, I also, I also, when I first, my first introduction to dogs was, like, via TV Uh and movies and stuff like that, and it was always, like, the, you know, kind of, like, the, the buddy kind of, kind of dog that was with the, the main character or whatever, and, uh, (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, and I always conceptualize that. And then in reality, I, uh, my first, I want to say until like, I was like five or sixes, I was afraid of dogs because like, uh, the, the ones that were around me in, in my old, uh, where I where I first lived, they were like very mean, and then they were like just like guard dogs They're, and yeah, stuff. The so ghetto guard dogs. The ghetto guard dogs, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, and of course to a little kid, that's gonna be it's gonna be terrifying. Oh, and, so, yeah. and of course to me, the the bigger the dog, the more shit I was scared of. Yeah. And so yeah, I uh, eventually I warmed up to dogs. I'm not gonna be a total dog hater just because I had some bad experiences as a kid. But yeah, I I can see. The, the the differences between like how you and I perceptualize dogs, but yeah, um, when my first the first dog I first saw was this big fucking German Shepherd, oh, yeah, big German Shepherd, and um in 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 real life, not on TV, <laughs> and it, this guy looked fucking mean. This guy yeah. looked like he would just wreck my shit if I even like stared in his direction. But I always looked at him out outside my window because. He was our neighbor's dog. Uh, But yeah, but no, whenever something pissed him off and I heard his big fucking woofs, I was like, yep, not going to go outside today.
1: (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Uh, And definitely, I think, growing up, if you're not introduced to dogs, if you're not properly introduced to them you definitely do grow up with those fears you know you had this random dog next door that's big and barks mean but if you had had a proper introduction with your neighbor and your mom and everybody else to where you actually were friends with the dog you know I doubt you would have been as scared as Mm -hmm. you think like think it
0: was at the time no absolutely yeah and then of course what uh having a small living space to where we first lived in like dogs were a non-starter no dogs in the house because like we it was we already had like a bunch of we had like three kids and two adults in the house already so and my uh i came from a very like a uh, lower middle class family growing up so yeah the, uh, no, the closest we got to pets in there were goldfish and I had a turtle when I was like a little turtle when I was a when I was a kid. And that's it. That's the that's the most we ever got to goldfish and a turtle. That's it. Um and uh, I think I think as I later progressed, like I think when I got into junior high, I think I I I wanted the idea of like, oh, I want a dog more because like Dogs are cool. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, yeah. yeah um, you know, you can actually interact with them more than a
0: goldfish. Yeah, no, absolutely no. Because like a goldfish, is <laughs> just like, which I had nothing wrong against goldfish. It's just like, after having like seven, it's just boring of just like, fucking do something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but yeah, I think when I was when I was definitely in, when I was uh, I think sixth grade on I I was obsessed. With the idea of owning a dog, I wanted like a nice, like like a. I don't know. I I don't. I wasn't very picky about the breed or the mix. Mm-hmm. I just wanted a dog that would white fur because for one reason and for one reason only because I wanted to name it Crypto and that was the name <laughs> of Superman's dog. Yes.
1: Yeah. Crypto the super dog. I I can see you I, I, a white dog just for that.
0: No. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. And I was obsessed to having, getting a white dog and name it a crypto because it's Superman's dog. And I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do it. But yeah. And obviously that, uh, that never happened with me. Um, the, and then after that, like the closest I ever came to owning a dog was when my cousin, uh, he got his first dog. Uh, and then he lived with us for a while, a couple of years ago. And then I would have to, Take care of her. Uh, um, I forget what mix she was. But her, her name was. Uh, well, it was his. He took care of the dog, but his sister got him. And her name. Uh, it was a. It was a she, and she was named Sirius. After Sirius Black.
1: Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. No.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Uh, and yeah, I took care of her for a few, for like I think a year and a half, and then yeah, and uh, yeah, I never, I never actually owned a dog, but I had many experiences with. Dogs in the family, in and out. Right. Um, Funny enough, none of them were chihuahuas. (laughs) Because you would expect a Mexican family to just like chihuahuas ahoy. But no, it was always like, it was like these big dogs, never like, actually, no, no, I think one of my cousins, when I was like around like 10 years old, had like this little, it wasn't, it wasn't a chihuahua, it was a, a white little furry dog. It was a girl, her name was Mia, and I, she was very, very yippy. Uh, <laughs> a very hippie dog, but yeah. Uh, that's the smallest ever. Um, no, but yeah. Uh, that's basically my foray. and then now I am a cat dad. So yeah, I can't. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't think if if I ever do get a dog, I will make sure if it's it's not a jumungus one. Yes. Because because yeah. that might that might cause some issues. But yeah. Um, what are do you have like? Have you ever had any negative experiences with dogs?
1: I've definitely have negative experiences with dogs. I've had, I've never had a dog, well actually I have had dogs try and bite me before, mm-hmm. and you know, big dogs are scary, yeah. and you do have to be careful around any dog at all because you have no idea if they're trained correctly, or if they're socialized, or if they're just scared. And the most dangerous thing is having a scared dog because they're going to cower and lash out because they don't know what's going on. They just think you're there to possibly hurt them. And the only thing that they can do to defend themselves is
0: bite you. And mm-hmm. that hurts. <clears throat> no, yeah. So the thing, the thing with that is, is that like, I I can see how a lot of people can have like negative perceptions about dogs, especially when it's like they reach out to a dog they don't know, and then it's like the dog is probably is just as afraid as of you as you are exactly, it. Yeah. and then they're just trying to defend themselves. But no, I can see the misconception of that. Um, now, have you like have you ever have you ever been in a situation where it's like you see have you ever seen well. To better conceptualize it. Have you ever have you ever been for another person's bad experience of a dog? Like Let's say you're with a friend or a family member and a dog is around and someone has tried to, the dog is trying to bit them or cause a ruckus or...
1: Well, this one time I was with my friend. We were walking my dogs mm-hmm. around the neighborhood along with her dog. And this dog out of its garage just shot out. And, oh my God! Yeah. Like, try started attacking one of my dogs. We picked <laughs> up, we picked up two of them. The third one, unfortunately, w- we just couldn't get to her in time. And this dog was just going into her and mm-hmm. like trying to kill my dog, it's and cool. that that was very traumatizing as a little girl just witnessing, trying like trying to not be hurt myself, but also protecting basically my child.
0: Basically, yeah, <laughs> no, I get that. No, um, that that leaves me, yeah, and that also, um, God, no, I, I'm imagining myself in that situation just seeing this fucking beast just like dart out of nowhere and coming right at me. No, that is that is terrifying. It, it's so traumatizing. No, yeah. yeah. How, old were, how old were you, do you remember? Oh, I
1: had to have, let's see, so I had to have been in like sixth grade. Yeah. Or something like wow. That. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: No, that's crazy. Now, uh, you you said that you you've described your dog as you, as basically your child, and I want to go into that because I know there's. Do you think? Because uh, I a lot of people have this conceptualization of like of like considering a pet. Or whatever, it be dog, cat, dog, uh, bird, whatever, and saying it's like your child that they think it's weird. What do you do? You think that's bizarre at all? That-
1: I do not. I do not think it's bizarre. I think that any person needs a bond with something, and if it comes with an animal, it's not a weird thing because all human beings need that socialization and need something to kind of hold on to and so if it comes from animals because let's say you know you're not ready to have children then of course it's completely acceptable to have that animal Mm -hmm. and dote on it and you know we're so emotional and animals in general are so emotional but dogs just i feel like they tap into your soul A little Mm -hmm, bit. And they understand you. And so, like, especially my dog, Gracie, my golden right now, she just... She got me. Mm -hmm. And so, when we first got her, you know, she was a puppy. And I ended up, you know, having fun with her, giving her treats, like, taking her to the park and everything. But, yeah, you know, when I was upset, she was the first one there. She always knew. She could always tell. And even you she was always there for me and and I think pets bring that bond to you before you do start having children I agree yeah and so they definitely stimulate that part of our brain to where we want to nurture them and we want to care for them and we we -hmm. want to dote on them and we want to give them everything that we
0: can Mm -hmm. yeah I see no I, I I really no I really get that uh and it's i see it most with dogs than any other pet it's like especially cuz i think i think there were some studies done where it's like dogs will get your its owners the most and i see it like a cat or like yeah. or something like that because like I'm not I'm not, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it cats are assholes <laughs> yeah they <laughs> are cats are fucking assholes <laughs> I love mine to death and I love cats but they have their moments but like I think in terms of like a comfort animal I think dogs edge out cats a lot more oh yeah uh because when it's it's like back it's like what what I was saying uh when I was first introduced to deduced the dogs by T V. They're the symbolic like best friend yeah. that you have man's best friend. Ma, exactly. they man's best friend. There you go. And like and I definitely do do see cases of like whenever like uh uh, one of my friends, whenever I'm over to a friend's house and they have a dog, and let's say they're they're sad, their dogs will be right there with them, trying to comfort them. We're like, we'll always be with them, and like they they almost match your mood.
1: Yeah, and well, there are studies out there that have like CT scans of the brains of dogs, mm-hmm. and they're the same part of their brain lights up the same way ours does responding to emotional stimulation. So if we're sad, they feel it and that triggers them to be sad. And so they emotionally support us because we're sad Mm -hmm. because they also get sad at the same time. And so they're like, Oh, I need to comfort my person. I need to be there for them. Mm -hmm. And they've also tested it on other animals too. And uh, especially cats since cats are the next, Pet that people usually have, um, and none of the other none of the other animals show any of the sort same sort of thing as, as that like emotional mm-hmm. response.
0: Yeah, and I I think it gets to the point of where like we're like if we're if a if a dog and an owner are together long enough and they have a bond that is really strong, it gets to the point to where it's almost like. I don't want to say like telekinetic or stuff like that, or like it's it's in it's, they in your head. But like I've seen like the the one case that I that I've seen in my life where uh, I had this I had this friend where uh, he had his dog and he was uh, he's in the military and he was stationed over in uh, in Afghanistan and um, I remember hearing a story where he told me that um, there was just one one week where he was. Uh, one week where he was still gone, uh, out of uh, out, out of state, and then uh, his dog, uh, his mom was in the kitchen and his dog was under the table and would not come out for for any for no reason, not for food or anything. and of course the mom was like, oh, is she sick, what's wrong? But no, she she would not come out and she was she was whimpering and we she didn't know why until the next day where uh, she she's on the news and she saw that. Uh, his base got attacked. Oh, oh my! God. He ended up. He ended up being okay. That's good. But that's that's insane. Yeah,
1: yeah. One of my cases with that. So one of my little dogs I had when uh, one of them that I got when I was seven. She was a little Bichon. She loved my grandma. Like she was supposed to be my mom's dog. My mom's class had bought her for my mom. Oh, wow. Uh, because my mom's golden had passed and my mom took that golden to school every day. Like they were like the pair. Mm -hmm. And so her class bought her this new dog. And the first time we went to my grandma's house in Tucson automatically, like she just like, she got out of the car. Like she was like, Mm. she was so tiny. Maybe mm-hmm. three months old. I don't wow. even know. Yeah, okay. so tiny. The first time she got out and, like, saw my grandma, she's like, that is my person. That, <laughs> that, there she is. M- Miss Nadine is my person, and that's it. And so when my grandma came and lived with us, you know, Annie automatically always sat with her, mm-hmm. like, always laid with her, always wanted to be with her. Sometimes if Annie wasn't like feeling well my grandma was the only person who could like get her to eat and my grandma would be like yeah you have to feed her on the chair to get her to eat and then Mm. she wouldn't eat for us and then my grandma's like oh here you go and she would eat but um, when my grandma passed away it was it, it was really odd you can you could tell Annie was not okay
0: yeah
1: she was very sad, depressed, and at that time when my grandma passed away, she didn't live with us, mm-hmm. and so she saw my grandma about a week prior to my grandma passing away, and Annie was just heartbroken, and a couple months later, Annie passed away. Oh, wow. And it was it was classified as a sudden death in a dog, and... There are few to no cases of sudden deaths in dogs.
0: That's insane. And Mm.
1: my mom swears, and she we're both Christians, so she she swears to God that Annie left a a couple months after my grandma to go be in heaven with my grandma because other than Annie was the perfect bill of health. She didn't. She was eleven, so she was older, but she like. No, nothing with her eyes, no, she, nothing, did, she, no didn't have any ups, she
0: didn't have any outstanding issues. No,
1: not at all. And then just this sudden death in the dog, which is a rare case, mm-hmm. a couple months after my grandma.
0: Wow. No, yeah, that's that's even more crazy. No, yeah, it's it's insane to think of, like, like even just, just how simple, like the bond between like this animal and a person can go especially with like if if it's either my friend and his dog or your grandma and your dog it's insane um now i also i also want to get into like obviously we we kind of we kind of started with a bit of a downer there but like uh what what were your what are some of your best experiences with dogs? Oh my gosh! Um, and I I know I know it's like asking you.
1: That's a lot.
0: I know it's asking you a lot, yeah. especially it's, it's like it's almost asking you like here's all your children pick your best <laughs> pick one. Pick your
1: best one. Okay, well I'll talk about a couple of my dogs. Um, there was bear so he's the one who I actually picked out when I was seven Mm -hmm. um I my mom took uh one of my mom's friends from school was like hey like I heard this one lady has some dogs and I wanted to go see them because she was a big uh like rescue rescue person Mm -hmm. and so she liked to take in dogs and so um, uh, my mom's like, okay, like, I guess we'll go with you and stuff. And, you know, uh, like I said before, her golden had passed and she was kind of ready to start looking for other dogs. But at the same time, she was like still wary about it. And so we go to this house in South Phoenix mm-hmm. and there were hundreds of dogs in this house. Wow. I I'm not exaggerating. It was awful. And so like we come through the door and immediately like to our right there was this pin of like puppies. And so I'm like, oh puppies. Like I'm seven. So I'm like, oh, yeah. well, of course I wanna look at the puppies. Yeah, puppies. So I go in the pin and this one little brown little dog like come like goes through my legs. I'm like pick him up I'm like I want him mom (laughs) (laughs) and and she's like you like we don't want another dog right now like maybe later and like you know I was kind of bummed out and we went and like looked at the other dogs there and stuff and eventually my mom's like I guess we'll take that one Leia, and she ended up actually picking a second dog for herself too so we actually got two dogs when (laughs) when she didn't want any and so um I named him teddy bear because he was a brown little puppy Mm
0: -hmm. and I'm
1: seven and so um we took the dogs home you know he was my favorite little boy. He was <laughs> this bundle of just fluff. He was really timid, really nervous. He was taken away from his mom too early, mm-hmm. and so he definitely didn't have the confidence to be on his own. And mm-hmm. um, the, this the, the the story of that. It uh, the second dog that we got, we ended up giving her back and then Mm -hmm. that lady uh disappeared (laughs) and so um we never saw we never like saw that lady again or anything Mm -hmm. and so then a couple months later uh it was christmas that's when my mom got annie our Bijan, and so we had bear and annie but bear was my special little guy Mm -hmm. i loved him and he did not like me. <laughs> he did not like me. And I think it was because I was just too young and I pushed him into, like, trying to do things with me when he really wasn't ready. Yeah. And so it definitely, like, deterred him from me. Um. He was never, like, mean to me. He never, yeah. like, tried to bite me or anything or anything like that. But he just, like, he's like, I'd rather not yeah. hang out with you. Mm-hmm. D- um. He was with us for 14 years, um, which is really long, honestly, yeah, for, yeah. Uh, of course, little dogs do end up living, usually living longer than bigger dogs, but mm. 14 years is still an old dog. Yeah. And so, especially when he got older, he got nicer towards me. He would always lay on the couch with me and mm. like hang out with me. And he liked my mom more and, um, and he was like a little glutton. He <laughs> loved to eat. He would eat anything. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he like he was like my special little guy.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then so we got Gracie, my golden now. Mm-hmm. She was five months old. Um, and so my cousin breeds golden retrievers in California she is a reputable breeder she is AKC certified mm-hmm. and she has linea- lineages of all of her animals and uh all of the animals are AKC registered Gracie is and so we got Gracie when she was five months old a y- year after I think it was my sophomore year mm-hmm. yeah it was my sophomore year is when we got her. And so, um, as I explained before, you know, it was immediate. Like, I was the one basic, kind of taking care of her, like, taking her out for walks, taking her to the park, and mm-hmm. making sure she was all right. And um, at that point, you know, little mm-hmm. trying to be all master dog, mm-hmm. I, I tr- basically trained her, too, and... Um, and so, she definitely, I think she's my soul animal. She gets me. Um, I feel really bad that, you know, we moved. And so, Gracie's, and I. Uh, my mom tells me, like, how Gracie's sad all the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, whenever my mom has me on speakerphone or, like, FaceTime, like, Gracie will, like, look at her, like... Mm-hmm. Voice and like, we'll come over. Really? I know that voice. Yeah.
0: Where's she at?
1: (laughs) And uh, she always still, uh, if she hears something, like she'll look at the garage door, like, oh, is that, Mm -hmm. is she coming home? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, um, yeah, so Gracie is definitely my sole pet. Okay. I love her. She is, she's just the sweetest thing. What's
0: the, what's the name of the, the other one beside Gracie?
1: Oh, yeah. So Tori is Gracie's mom. Okay. And so Tori, we got, um, my cousin, um, retired her from breeding. She had three litters of Mm -hmm. 12 puppies each. So she has 36 puppies, um, all from the same dad. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, she never lost a puppy. She was... A fantastic mom. She was also an aunt to a lot of the other puppies. So mm-hmm. if the mom ended up not being the best mom, uh, uh, Auntie Tori would come in and um, basically be a mom to the puppies what a hero. and teach them like dog things, <laughs>
0: <laughs> dog things, dog things. You know.
1: And so we got Tori um, because my 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 cousin like you know even though. My cousin's a reputable breeder and she has a strict guidelines of, you know, all of her animals and everything. She she also understands that a dog's life shouldn't be too overwhelming. Mm -hmm. um, And that, you know, dogs do need to enjoy not having so many uh, things happening around them. And so like Tori... She felt that it was necessary that Tori get a different family so that she wasn't overstimulated with puppies being born all the time and other dogs being around her. And so my mom offered to adopt her. And Mm -hmm. so we did that. And so it was really it was really sweet, you know, reintroducing Tori to Gracie after five years and wow, having wow. them be together and everything and so they're just like the little perfect pair
0: mm-hmm. that
1: like I, waddle around. <laughs>
0: I remember when I, I remember when I first saw them when I first when I first went to your, your mom's house and like, oh you get to meet my dogs. And I'm like, oh cool dogs and then like These two giant fucking (laughs) Pokemon are at the door. I'm like, those aren't dogs, those are bears. They
1: are huge, yeah. Jumongous fucking animals. Well, they're not so tall, um, which is actually a trait in Golden Retrievers that unfortunately has been um bred into them wrong so whenever you have like a really tall golden retriever their breeding's probably not the best Mm -hmm. because goldens are actually supposed to be pretty short and stout unless Uh. they're field golden retrievers field Mm -hmm. golden retrievers are gonna have more slender legs but they're still not that tall Mm -hmm. and so um but they're big yeah uh they did gain some weight (laughs) and so they are they are a little pudgy, so they look bigger than they seem, especially with all that fluff.
0: Oh my god. I remember when I helped you moved and uh, I was just waiting in the uh, in the front of your your living room and then I was just chilling and they were they were right there with me. They were sitting down and they were like licking my shoes like and when I got up we finally left just covered in hair. Just like my pants were just covered in hair and they're like I I, I I still in my head I'm like, those aren't dogs, those are fucking <laughs> those are just thinking of like fantastic those are like mounts, those are like yeah. animal companions that you you go sick boy and yeah. then just like they destroy whatever they need to.
1: Except Gracie and Tori definitely would never hurt a fly. Yeah. They but, would just like Gracie, sick of and she'd look at me like what? What? <laughs> what? what could, what's going on? <laughs> Why are you pointing?
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't see that. See, I think you're fine because like, if anyone ever tries to mess with them, all they need to do is look at the size of those things and be like, yeah, nope, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. A
1: lot of people, if they're not familiar with dogs, um, if they're not like, if they don't know information about breeds and stuff, they would definitely look at Gracie and Tori and be like, oh yeah, I'm not going to mess with her. Mm-hmm. Except like once you do once you're like oh those are golden retrievers you can undress you can be like oh they're not gonna do
0: anything yeah they're the the sweetest dogs i've ever i've ever interacted with like they were they were really comforting they were of course they were very curious and i'm pretty sure they could they could smell the cat on me so they were like who are you and so they went they went up they smelled me they licked me they wanted pets and yeah they were really they were really nice um now now, now is the, the the point where you're gonna hate me. Oh, cool! Because I I have to I have to make you put you in this position. Um, I want to ask you, uh, Miss Miss Toro, uh, which one's your favorite? Out of oh. all the dogs you just explained, which one is your favorite?
1: Oh God! I lean into the mic it, as you do it. It's... It has to be
0: Gracie. Oh, shit. It has to be Gracie. Throw the rest in the garbage. <laughs>
1: well, no, of course not. But as I explained, I think Gracie really is my my sole animal. And a lot of people will explain how, you know, even if you have a lot of pets, mm-hmm. either at one time or all across your lifespan, one in particular, even, even how much you love all of your animals and everything one of them will always stick out to you Mm -hmm. and so like my mom's uh golden retriever when she had when I was young that was her sole animal she loved bear she loved Annie she loves Gracie she loves Tori but her sole animal was Cody Uh, that first golden like Mm -hmm. there's no doubt
0: the perfect pair as you explained yes
1: exactly and you know my grandma's sole animal even if she didn't realize it I'm pretty sure was um, was Annie and so um, because so my grandma grew up on a farm and a ranch and she had horses and everything but she never talked about her animals in a way of She cared for them, but yet she still had to be a farm person. Mm. And unfortunately, uh, farm people have to bear unnecessary um, difficult situations with animals that a lot of other people um, wouldn't think about. And so, um, and a lot of people will understand. So, um, you know, my grandma grew up where cats were feral. Mm. and you didn't like cats they were just there to hunt mice mm. that's it that's the only reason why you had a cat around and <laughs>
0: little bastards yeah <laughs> little or as you as you better explain them uh recently little house goblins yes
1: the little house goblins but you know my grandma would have never allowed a cat in the house and that's how my mom grew up and Honestly, when she said that I could have a cat in the house, mm-hmm. and then we ended up getting two, <laughs> that was like a miracle in itself. But
0: you know, you get two for the price of one, yeah, dude. <laughs>
1: yeah, and so, but like, if you, she grew up on a farm, whereas I grew up, you know, thinking cats belonged indoors and you know, indoor pets and everything. So t- definitely, that's a very different. And so my grandma never really talked about her animals in more of a sense that i think of animals uh, like pets mm-hmm. and so i think annie really since she was older and you know i think she finally got it with annie okay and so that's why i feel like annie was more of her sole animal mm-hmm. there
0: um now leaning into more of you have to having to choose favorites or least <laughs> favorites um would if you, uh, do you have a favorite breed or favorite mix of dogs?
1: I love golden retrievers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, that's an Gee. obvious one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so golden retrievers, I've always had golden retrievers. You know, my mom's friends have golden retrievers, and I like people call like people would say that I'm like a golden retriever in my attitude and everything, and mm-hmm. so. Uh, definitely love golden retrievers one of my next favorite breeds would have to be a bichon mm-hmm. they so when when we first got annie you know we had no idea what like we we just knew she was an expensive dog yeah and so bichons are they are cousins to the poodle and so they're just they're just small white fluffy things with curly tails, <laughs> and they're actually a really good family dog, and yeah. they are actually really sweet. And when you think of little dogs, you know you think yappy and kind of like snippy a little bit yeah, and yeah. stuff, and uh, that comes with size, unfortunately. But mm. um, Bichons really are very rounded out dogs and you know i could see myself like in the future seeking out another Bichon, uh for my family Mm -hmm. because they are really good um the family dogs and you know um sometimes big dogs aren't the best in certain situations so like a smaller dog i would definitely seek out another Bichon.
0: all right now i have to ask you what mixer breeded dog do you just stay away from or do you not like?
1: I don't have any dog that I will not go around. Um, I don't really care as long as that dog was brought out correctly mm-hmm. and, you know, they do show that they are, you know, sociable and can handle humans. I'm perfectly okay with going to any dog breed at all i don't have like a specific like oh i'm gonna stay away from a that dog because of its breed um it's like it's just it's discrimination in breeds and that's definitely not you can look at breeds uh yes there are certain breeds that have been bred for bad things and Mm -hmm. um some of them, you know, they do have really high instincts mm. to where, you know, it, as a dog owner and thinking of my life forward, you know, I wouldn't want to own uh, because I'm looking for a family dog. I'm yeah. looking for a dog that can be with my kids 24-7 and, you know, be there and, um, and you know, um, maybe not have some of the issues that some other breeds do and um but in the bottom line i would not not ever like, interact
0: with a dog yeah okay yeah i, I try to help you along that, yeah that. Do, do you think do you have people that do have like a least favorite or like just a a a, a a breed of mix of dog that they don't want to mess with are they in the wrong or
1: no i don't think they are in the wrong at all um like i said i'm i'm not perfect you know i i think of i think of it as an educated decision Mm -hmm. of of breeds and so you know i i love german shepherds so here this is a good example i love german shepherds Mm -hmm. there's pretty intelligent they you know they're protective and they make really great dogs mm-hmm. um and i've seen german shepherds where you know i there was a three-year-old commanding it like and the dog like wasn't even eye level to the little girl like it was taller than her mm-hmm. and she's commanding this dog and l- but for my needs, you know, I I wouldn't have a German Shepherd. Yeah. It's not that I don't like them. I love them. They're mm-hmm. gorgeous creatures. But for what I want, I don't need a German Shepherd.
0: Right. No, absolutely. <laughs> now, I want to get your opinion on probably one of the most controversial breed of dogs. And it's not just because of, like, the dog itself. It's because of, like, how the dog is brought up. What's your opinion on pit bulls? Because I know a lot of people are like, "Oh my God, look how cute they are. look!" How over there, really but then like, there's the other side of it where like, yeah, but they're basically they're it's messed up how we just breed them and how they look and how they have breathing issues and stuff like that. So I wanted to get your someone like you who really has done not only as a big dog person but has done the research. What is your opinion on the pit bull?
1: Um, well, first of all, there's not an exact pit bull. Um, uh, yeah, we'll pit bulls fight. are, yeah, pit bulls are standardized by the blockheads. And so, uh, when you see a pit bull, uh, let's say walking with its owner, it could be a number of breeds, actually. yeah, exactly. Um, and so, uh, saying that actually goes into kind of my stance. Um, I do believe for certain dog breeds it is uh nurture over nature mm-hmm. and so definitely you know with pit bulls, um or any of the breeds that count as them um you know if it is raised right if it has the correct training and the correct discipline you know they're fabulous dogs mm-hmm. they are lovable they they are called so when they start, first started bringing them, they are the nanny dogs. Mm-hmm. They were there to protect your family and protect your kids and watch over them. Yeah, And so I don't think that was... I don't think... um, You know, that part of them is still in them, but I think people took advantage of their protective nature and turned it into a bad thing. And that's where... You know, that's where bad breeding comes into play. That's where mm-hmm. bad people come into play. and Definitely. So, yeah. yeah,
0: I agree with that. And Absolutely.
1: So, pitbulls as a whole, they unfortunately have a bad rap. I would personally, I would not choose to have a pitbull in my house. Mm-hmm. I love them. They're great. And I will approach one any time, any day, unless the owner says, please do not come to my pitbull." No. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, I'm completely in the side of pit bulls in general are very discriminated against because of mm-hmm. what bad people have made them to be.
0: Absolutely. I agree. Um, now, I also want to get into another kind of like, not really controversial, but just like uh, uh, an opinion about dogs and dog owners that are kind of split in the middle. Um, Something that I've been, uh, a topic I've been seeing lately uh, is that uh, there are uh, some people for and against about a certain topic when owning a dog, or just, uh, well, mostly about dogs and cats in general, but mostly about dogs. What is your stance on people that like to, let's say, Dress up a dog, or like change the color of its fur, like like you know, like that, like uh. a lot of people think that it's like most most people on the fence, like yeah, it's my dog, and if they're comfortable with the the they're comfortable with it, then it's cool. But then it's the other side of like it's an animal, not a fucking accessory. Leave it alone. Where do you where do you stand on like on like dressing up a dog or dyeing its fur a certain color something like that, like personalizing, like
1: as long as the dog isn't being. Emotional, like abused in any way. Mm-hmm. I okay, like it. Yes, it is there that person's dog, and unfor- Unfortunately, dogs are treated like property. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are technically property, and so. But, um. Yeah, like I've seen. Uh, you know the cutest little dogs with their hair dyed and stuff and you know there's the happiest little things with their like little tails that are pink and you know in their little outfits as long as that dog mm-hmm. isn't like not eating or something that yeah okay like do what you want make sure it's safe for your dog of Absolutely course yeah, yeah make sure like the dyes are fine and you know like the zippers aren't getting caught on anything but other than that go go ahead like do your thing I, personally I wouldn't do it I'm not a person to dress up my dog you would, I would
0: never put a little hat on Gracie <laughs>
1: well I have so I have done costumes because of Halloween yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's not like everyday things where they have yeah. sweaters and mm-hmm everything and I dress them up every single
0: day. Um, Though I will say whenever I see uh, a dog, no matter the size, if I ever see them with a sweater, I'm like, oh my god, a dog with a little sweater. I oh know. They're always
1: so cute. <laughs> and so, but no, I'm, I'm not against it at all. As long as that animal is actually being treated well mm-hmm. um, uh, for their well-being, you know, okay, fine, like, do what you want. Like, as... Yeah, dogs are animals, but like, in the same sense, they're animals. They kind of don't like care. Mm-hmm. Like they're 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 not aware as much as we are. As like, oh my fur is a different color. Like I'm gonna look hideous mm-hmm. or whatever. And so you know, if you put them in little jackets or something, great. Some dogs need it.
0: Yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> there, there, there's some cases where, like, I think the one the one case that you can argue with is the Chihuahua. Yeah. Where like, if you if they don't without like the where they need their little booties and their little their little coats because otherwise they're in they're out of their natural uh, habitat where like they're more into like warm climate change or climate change habitat where if we didn't do anything about it, uh, I would, uh, as one of my friends put it, uh, nature would uh, take care of them very quickly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and so, you know, um, there is uh breeds of hairless dogs mm-hmm. so uh chinese crested for example they have very little hair so like they have tufts like kind of on their paws <laughs> and then like maybe a little like mohawk yeah, yeah and uh usually like on their tail but since they're hairless they get cold very easily mm-hmm. and so you know if you do live in a cold place and you have a hairless dog you're going to have to cater to what it needs, which is it needs more heat, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. it needs clothes. Clothes, or else (laughs) it's going to die. And, like, you know, we live in a very hot place. Mm -hmm. So, you know, our dogs, if we want to take them on walks and not burn their paws, we're going to have to put booties on them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there is... You know, I'm not okay, like I'm, uh, I said that wrong, I'm okay with people perfectly fine with dressing them up and making them cute and everything. As long as the well-being of the dog in general is safe and secure, you know, if they're being fed, if they're in a loving home and, and, Mm -hmm. and they're actually being taken care of, you know great. Dress it up. You know, dogs are dogs. They're not going to be like, oh my God, this outfit's hideous. I hate it.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's an alternate universe that that uh, Torah wants to live in, that, that dogs can talk. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And, um, So and, and I know that people are are that are on the other side of that. They're like the furthest it should ever go is a bandana. That's it. No 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 hats. No sweaters. None of this bullshit.
1: Well, and there that's another thing. So as I was explaining before, like my grandma, she she was raised on a farm and a ranch. You know those dogs don't need it, and you know they work with bigger animals sometimes they're herding Mm animals herding animals they're going in foxholes they're looking for rabbits and stuff and you know those dogs don't need it Mm -hmm. yeah and you know their owners aren't they don't have to do it and so but like it's kind of a a thing of okay like i'm gonna do me you do you exactly everybody just just do your own thing I'm
0: i'm in the same i'm in the same shop as you are of like as long as the dog is cool with it and it doesn't affect their actual like if if it doesn't affect them like medically or, or emotionally, then yeah, go go do what you want. Exactly. Just don't be an asshole about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now uh, I wanna I wanna do something a little bit fun and different with you okay so what i have right now i pulled up a a personality quiz oh yeah to see what dog breed you are Yes. it's just (laughs) you can't see it but toro is like waving her hands up and down she's so happy um so it's just eight questions i'm gonna ask you questions you're gonna answer them as honestly as you can Okay. i will right cool and if people want to do it it's just a it's just a random quiz i found on the internet i'll put it in the link below if you guys want to try it out but i'm just doing this for the shits in the giggles so okay cool first question you ready yeah all right first question when it comes to other people you are shy at first the one taking care of them suspicious everyone's best friend or quite friendly everybody's best friend everybody's best friend okay right. and you
1: can attest to this yes too.
0: i can attest to it. <laughs> all right question number two finally a day off of work how are you going to spend it work i never take work off Sleep in, then maybe find something to do. Uh, do some work around the house and maybe go have coffee with some people. Finding a group and trying to get into it. And final one is spend it with friends and family.
1: Probably the, um, do some work and then find something
0: new. Uh, do some work around the house, then maybe go have coffee with yes. some people. That's yeah. That's, nope, yep. <laughs> These are like spot on for you, man, I swear. So, number three, uh simple one what is your favorite color the options are yellow blue green red and purple red me too man let's go <laughs> let's go all right so uh, question number four finish the statement a day at work is lonely, boring all all you know no problem something I don't like no problem no problem okay. If your house were to burn down and you could only save one thing, what would it be? Your photo album, your work equipment, your expensive jewelry, uh, the, the the clothes on your back, you don't have time to save anything else, or whatever important is that you see first.
1: Whatever is important that I see first. <laughs> I would be too mind scrambled to be able to do anything else.
0: All right. Um... Honestly, me too. If I had a, a hearse burn down, my, my house burned down, I'd be like, get all the electronics, but wait, no. Cat. And yeah, would, yeah. What about my cat? Oh, the, oh, cats my are
1: dad. the cat's a given. The cat's a given.
0: Anything living, I'm getting first. <laughs> all right, question number six. Wow, you play in a band. What part would you be in? The lead singer or uh, the manager? Uh, the guitar, keyboard, or the drums? Keyboard, keyboard. A lot of people don't choose keyboard. A lot, a lot of people either go with guitar or lead singer, and then there's, there's a lot of people that go in the background like I want to do the drums.
1: Yeah. And um, then yeah. I I'm definitely not like a lead person, and I know guitar's like too cliche.
0: What about what about <laughs> what about the manager? You know, the behind the scenes. Um, or...
1: No. No. Okay. No. Keyboard. Yeah.
0: Keyboard. Keyboard. All right. Question number seven. What is your favorite food? Steak, whatever's around, you're not picky, SpaghettiOs, pie, or gourmet dining? Steak. Steak. Or <laughs> right. you good juicy steak. Oh, yeah. I'm there with you, bro. Um, which of the fa- last question, which of the following would be the name of your thing song? Uh, workaholic, Guess Who's Here, Best Friends Forever, Suspicion Mission, or Slow mo? Best friends forever. <laughs> uh, you guys can't see this because it's eye only, but she did a little dance <laughs> when she did that. So just picture a little tiny Asian person just waving their hands, <laughs> sitting down. All right, submit. Let's see what, uh, what the what results. Let's see. Um, what do you before before I tell you before it tells me what do you think it's gonna give you?
1: I usually, I honestly always usually get a golden retriever or like, um, I also, I can't remember. It's like, I think it's a Yorkie that I've gotten a couple times. So either one of those two, I, I don't know why, but I've always gotten one of
0: those two. <laughs> <laughs> it's taking a long time to calculate. I do know. Uh, no, I never, uh, oh, it's almost done. There we go. So, uh, oh, here we go. Get the result. You are a Scottish Terrier. Aww. Look at uh, the, the, the photo in there, but, oh, well, come on, ads. Look at the little, look at the little Scottish Aww. Terrier.
1: Which is really fun So Bear was part Scottish Terrier. He was a mutt, but you can def- you could definitely tell he was part Scottish terrier mm-hmm. or, like, a schnauzer. So,
0: okay. So, here, here's the description that comes with it. When it comes to sniffing out the rats, you're the one for the job. You can usually tell the truth from a lie and have a good sense of who you can trust in life. You are kind of a loner, too. You don't feel people are necessary to be happy.
1: I... Okay. Like, if I... I'm um, having an introverted day, then yes, mm-hmm. I can see that. Uh, the trust people and stuff like that, the beginning part of that was like, oh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then once it got to the bottom, it depends on the day.
0: On the day, yeah, no. So you're mostly, whenever, are you one of those people that I'm mostly like, no, I need people around me.
1: It, well, it just depends. I am a very big ambervert, yes. which is not an extrovert not an introvert it is in the middle so each day it could be one or the other or you know i have continuous periods of wanting to be introverted and then i have continuous periods of wanting to be more extroverted Mm -hmm. it can get very emotionally stressful
0: (laughs) wow we we got real 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 with that I love how he's, he's, she she said all that, and then at the end of it, she just hit me with like, like a cheesy smile. I'm like, Jesus, that's how that's how normal this is now. Yeah, we yeah. You know, we live in a society, I guess. Holy shit. Um. So yeah. So um, when. So what are some uh, the next thing I want to lead into like? What are some crazy, like absolute, like crazy stories you heard about dog? doesn't need to be anything negative or, or anything like scary, just like some crazy stories. Like for example, like uh, this never happened to me, but I heard it on a Joe Rogan podcast where he had one of his guests on and he had like, uh, I forget what dog it was, but, they lived uh, in a in a place where there was mountains and stuff, and then his dog were would be one of those dogs where he would he would just go outside and then he would come back you know adventuring and then mm-hmm. so one day um, he let his dog go out and then as he normally does and then he was gone for a very long time, and then the dog came back and he was limping and and, and bleeding but like nothing too serious and of course he's like well, like what the fuck what yeah. happened. <laughs> And then the dogs just went to sleep like nothing happened. And then, you know, a dog ended up being fine. <laughs> and so he was curious. And so he, he and a bunch of friends followed the trail of blood up to, almost up to the mountains. And they stopped at the trail and they found like five dead coyote bodies. <gasps> oh. And then... Oh, and then they're just like, what? <laughs> the story? Holy shit! Like what? What? And then just like these, just wouldn't trying to comprehend like what happened here to where it's like these colors just like got destroyed. And the dog's like, okay, it's time to go. <laughs> like yeah. do have you, do you have any stories of that like- I
1: had well I have some personal ones and then there's ones that I've heard of too mm-hmm.
0: um uh, let's do one in one
1: yeah okay so the more personal one one of my mom's good friends so she um she had this chocolate lab mm-hmm. and uh his name was Titan, and so that was her. Soul dog.
0: Soul animal, yeah.
1: And so this one day she was in her backyard and um, she tripped and fell in her pool and hit her head.
0: Whoa.
1: And so she was like face down too. What? So Titan comes out of the house. So he's like in the house already. He comes out through the dog door and he jumps in automatically and he pulls her uh, by the cheek um mm-hmm. and pulls her up so where she's uh like laying on the ground and then she finally woke up and you know she's fine now but she still has the cheek scar from where yeah. he pulled her but he like automatically knew that something was like going on that's insane um because like I like um <laughs> my one of my mom's other friends who lived near her like she's like I like I he might have heard her splash into the pool but Mm -hmm. other than that like you know she could have actually been swimming or something so
0: the fact that he knew the difference yeah exactly and
1: like knew enough to be like okay she doesn't look right I'm gonna pull her up onto the grass yeah uh the other one that like really resonates with me um it was this show on Animal Planet and it was like called like miracle dogs or something like that or Mm -hmm. like miracle stories or something like that. And so this one lady was uh, home alone and she had a 15-year-old Pomeranian that was deaf and blind.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And so um, her husband was a cop and usually took like the graveyard shifts. Mm -hmm. And so this one night, like she started hearing like some rattling and stuff. And so she goes to her front room and there's this guy standing there like in her front room and so she's like get out and he's telling her like all these lies how he killed like he killed her husband and how he's dead and like to just shut up and stuff and so you know she's in this room with this guy who possibly could have hurt her mm-hmm. very badly and so this is 15 year old and like it wasn't uh, like it had arthritis and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so this 15 year old blind and deaf Pomeranian came to the front room and bit the guy enough and like annoyed him enough. By, like, scurrying around his legs and, like, nipping at him <laughs> enough that he just left. Yeah,
0: he's like, yeah, he's screw He's like, this.
1: screw this. And, like, this dog had no idea what was going on, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so, like, after a couple hours, you know, the cops, like, came knocking and he, they're like, oh, yeah, like, thanks to him, like, running out, we caught him and stuff. And he was armed and stuff. and. So this fifteen-year-old blind and deaf little Pomeranian puffball annoyed this armed man enough to save her owner's life.
0: Jesus Christ. Big <laughs> things come in small packages yes, indeed. Yes. <laughs> the 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 I guess I guess small yippy annoying dogs have their have their place. Uh, then like just I just I I love I love hearing the conscious of of course there's stories of like like oh this German shepherd just destroyed this guy or whatever the fuck and then the conscious of that, like this little yippee <laughs> deaf all uh, old Pomeranian just annoyed this guy. They're, they're, I feel like a lot of people can resonate with that to where, like, of course, you have the big, strong people that work out and can get anything done. And then there's people on the other side of the spectrum where, like, yeah, I just annoyed them enough and they <laughs> went away. Yep. They just stopped caring. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people can resonate with that. Uh, okay, now, uh, Toro, I, it comes to the point in the podcast where I do... The reoccurring segment that I did with Danielle last episode where I gave her a minute to basically go off about anything about the topic that she wanted to. Um, I gave her a a 10 second countdown but I have a feeling you already know what you want to talk about so I'm just going to give you... Five, four, three, two, one, and then I'm go and press the clock. You have a minute to just go ham about whatever you want to. Okay. And for and just for for uh, editor's note for Michael, um, I finally have a name for the segment, and he's gonna roll his eyes and I feel like you're gonna roll your eyes when I I say the name. So the name of the segment is now called the Hot Minute. So there you go. <laughs> the 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 facepalm from across the table. <laughs> Okay. Is it it fits me, doesn't it? It does. There it, you go. It really I, does. I can already feel the eye roll from yeah. Michael from like, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna hit me with the what the. Every fuck.
1: everybody's gonna be like, why? Because it's my <laughs> show, fuck you.
0: You wanna do your own show? Do it your own. This is my fucking show. Alright, welcome to the hot minute where I give my guests a minute to just go ham about whatever they want in the topic that we discuss. I'm gonna give you a countdown. I'm gonna say go and you just go off and I'm not gonna interrupt you until I say stop, okay? Okay. Right. Five, four, three, two,
1: one, go. Adopt, don't shop
0: is valid, but you have to be
1: conscientious about how you are going about it. Adopt, don't shop is obviously very important. You know, we do need to get animals out of the shelters, but I am a big advocate for correct breeding practices and preserving dog breeds it's like preserving an animal who's going extinct basically and so preserving these dog breeds preserve standards and helplines that are are very are crucial to um making everything okay and so if you need a specific dog go ahead and get one. But do not go to a backyard breeder. Do not buy a puppy on Craigslist. Don't go to the mall. You're going to find a reputable breeder to get your little dog, whatever you might want it to be. Or if you're okay going to a shelter, go to your shelter. Save an animal today. Do it. Yes. But just know that whatever you do, as long as it doesn't Incorporate to backyard breeding. It is a good choice. You are valid. You can do it. And
0: stop. Yeah. I, let you, I let you go a little bit longer because I wanted to get your. I wanted you to get your point across, and I know Michael's gonna be like, "Bro, that wasn't. Uh, that wasn't a minute." Again, what the fuck? Listen, bro. Just go with it. Just you don't, go with it. You don't have to. You don't have to be snippy with me. I'm trying to do my best, and of course, it's not. You should expect that it's not going to be a minute. Exact every time. The point of the show is I want to get people in the rawest, more more passionate form. That's the point. So, Abby Michael, come on, <laughs> you know where I live. Let's go. Um, so, wow. So yeah. So, uh, let's talk about what you just what you just said because I know a lot of people. I especially when I go online, a lot of people are like, "Adopt, don't shop." That's the biggest point of like. Like, don't, don't go to uh, any pet stores at the mall or whatever, like adopt, let's get these animals out of these shelters, especially from kill shelters and make sure like these animals are okay, find nice families. But I I, I, I never heard it from like where, from your coming from where, like it's okay if you want a specific dog. Like I think you talked about this uh, yesterday and you brought out uh, the, uh, the point of the Obamas where they had to, adopt for a specific dog that was uh, hyperallergenic and also because they were moving into the fucking White House. So it couldn't just be any dog. So yeah, I, and I never, I never had those ideas in my head or like from the other side of that. It was just the, the people of like, just cramming it in your head of like, adopt, don't shop. You got to do our best. But then Yeah, there are some valid points where, like, you have to get a sort of specific Mm -hmm. dog, uh, especially if you have, like, um, an allergy to them or you want a dog or something like that. So, yeah, that...
1: Yeah, it's definitely very important. Um, You know, adopt, (laughs) don't is valid. Mm -hmm. I'm not discrediting it, but when people say that all breeders are bad and that you should just never, ever go to a breeder ever because it's bad, that's where that's that's the line that's not true because there are reputable breeders out there like my cousin and um I know her friends uh who who do breed reputably and have good dog genes and lines and they can track you know grandparents into grandparents into grandparents of these dogs that you know they're doing what right they're doing the breed justice. And that is when you have to be like, okay, the real enemy here are the backyard breeders. They they are the people who don't care and just want profit. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, my cousin explained it to me one time, she barely gets anything off her dogs. She sells her dogs for a lot of money, yeah, but all that money goes straight back into breeding, preserving her dogs, mm-hmm. uh, you know, giving them the best life that they can have. Yeah. And so, you know, she she gets profit off of it, but it's not a lot. It's not um just spending money for her. Mm -hmm. And so um that is where people need to be more educated. The real enemy here are backyard breeders Mm -hmm. and you know, puppy mills.
0: Oh god, puppy mills. Exactly.
1: It's not reputable it's not reputable breeders. They're not the bad guys. They're not the ones putting dogs into shelters. Mm -hmm. The backyard breeders are the puppy mills are.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, that's definitely, I know that a lot of people are just like, they always heard the one side of the adopt, don't shop, but it, there are other people that are valid that they had, do have to shop for specific dogs, uh, whatever the case may be. But yeah, uh, I got, I, do you have, uh, we're nearing the end of it here, do you have uh, any, any final notes on, or any thoughts on dogs? It doesn't need to be any specific, just like dogs. You
1: know, (laughs) love your doggos, hold them, give them a little kiss for me. (laughs) I love all doggos. I will pet all the doggos. I, I, I want to see all the doggos. Please just give them love and hold them tightly because they are there and they... Love you so much, and we love them.
0: whenever whenever I see you in that mode, I always remember when you, me, and Monty would go out to the to the parks, and then or whatever, just outside. Uh, remember when we could go outside? Yeah. Yeah, that, those are yeah <laughs> weird times. Um, and then when there would be a person walking their dog or whatever, and then you would just you would just stop and go dog.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah, I I point and say, oh look at those dogs. There are dogs. Doggo, yeah. And <laughs> okay. I now have other people doing it too, especially um, your friend and my significant other. Mm. Um, you know, he also points out dogs now.
0: Yeah, you no, know, <laughs> you know, I know a lot of people that probably they probably don't do it out loud, but they probably do it like in their conscious in their mind, conscious mind uh, where they whenever they're they're at work or like they're driving and they see a dog and they they're looking to they go. Dog. There's a dog. Yeah, and he smiled for like a second. And I, I the funniest one I've ever heard was from a podcast uh, I heard was uh, this guy named Pat. He was, uh, um, or when he was live streaming, he explained that he was uh, he was walking down the street one day and he was just like you know having a walk and then he saw uh, an owner walking a little a small little cute dog and then he waved at the dog and then you know and and then uh, the owner looked at him like. The fuck, yeah. And then, and then his immediate reaction—he didn't say this out loud—but his immediate reaction was, "Man, fuck you, bitch."
1: I <laughs> definitely then, do that. I wave to dogs and people. Kind, of, the owners look at me like, "Why are you waving to my dog?" And then,
0: and then it's funny because and then his in, in, initial reaction after "fuck you, bitch" is like. This is stupid. This whole reaction is stupid. <laughs> this is stupid. And then he just leaves. <laughs> and uh, that's totally me. If I ever if I ever got caught like like mostly whenever whenever I see a dog and I wave at it or like a, people were like, oh, do you want to pet him? Like, yeah, most owners are nice about that, but then there are the owners who are like, the fuck, bro. Like, yeah. like let me be weird, okay? I'm not I'm just let me wave at the doggo oh, and leave. That's yeah. it.
1: <laughs> I know, I and definitely the owner, I love when my Goldens get attention because they love it too. And mm-hmm. so, you know, whatever attention they get, somebody waving at them or like coming to pet them, you know, it brings me joy because my dogs are happy. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. You know, they're my children. I want
0: them to be happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the funniest one I, I've seen was the uh, same guy, Pat. He, he just recently got a, a his own dog. And, uh, it's, it's a little pit bull named Zangief. Oh. Yeah. And he's, he's a little, little baby. And they, they, he, they put him in a stroller. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. They put him in a stroller. And then of course people were like, oh my God, look at the little puppy in the stroller. And, and I, I, I have a feeling that like, uh, uh a lot of people just can't resist especially when you when you're taking extra steps to make it even more cuter whether it be putting them in the stroller or if they have a little coat or whatever the <laughs> fuck it be it it I just feel like it's second nature of, like, whenever we're just living our lives and then we just need, like, a second of, like, warmth of, like, a smile and we see a fucking dog. Yes. And our reaction is, like, pupper. or it's like dog. Dog-o. Yeah, it's a dog. I feel like that's second nature to everyone. It doesn't yeah. matter who you are. You will always... Whenever you see a dog, you will always... Even if it's just for a little mini, mini, mini second, you would go in your head and go... Dog. 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 It's a dog. Yes. Dogs will forever be a point of warmth. And comfort for a lot of people, even yes. if you don't have one, even if you just even even just looking at like videos or photos of a of like like cute or funny dogs on the internet, it will bring a spot to your face. That's why another. we
1: have cute videos of dogs and cats mm-hmm. because everybody likes that little warmth that an- the animals. Oh bring.
0: my God! Yesterday Toro showed me one of these little puffy little <laughs> doggles in the snow. They, the way they ran, they looked like little bouncies, and they were so cute. <laughs> oh my so God! They were so fluffy. They were so fluffy. Guys, dogs are dogs are awesome. Puppers yeah. are cool. If you have a dog, uh, hug them, squeeze them, pet them. Tell them they're a good boy or girl. Um, Give them a little kiss for me. Yeah, there you go. And uh, if, if you have a cat, I'm sorry. Uh, I have one as well. They're assholes. I love cats, but dogs are... Dogs are a different... The, the hardy, hard, hard. Dogs are a different breed. Hardy, hard, hard, I make a joke. I tried not to make a lot of... Hard, I tried I tried not to make a lot of puns on dogs. Uh, because, yeah. the Or else my editor would kill me. Uh, but, yeah. Um, Toro, thank you so much for doing this. Of course. Thank and, you for having me. Yes. And uh, look, look forward to... I told this the same... I told the same thing to Danielle I look forward to being a reoccurring guest oh yeah because I have a feeling this is just the tip of the iceberg for you yeah you have a lot of things you want to talk about um but yeah what a what a curveball you threw at me dogs (laughs) dogs dogs. (laughs) yeah but no um thank you so much for, for for doing this um for those of you who are who are watching, uh, thank you for listening to this again. Thank you for listening to the first episode. If you want to follow me or my editor, Michael, uh, links are in the description below. I'm also going to put the link for the for the quiz if you want to do it just for little silly shits and giggles. Um, but, yeah, thank you for listening. Go listen to my other podcast, Cynic Clinic, that I do with Michael, my editor. And, once again, this show would not be a thing without Michael. Uh, big shout-outs to him. A big raise-the-roof to Michael, uh, yeah, we're doing, Michael, you, you can't see it, but me and Toro are both raising the roof to you, you are, you're the only reason why the show exists, but yeah, once again, thank you once again to Toro, to Mike, and for you to listening, and I'll see you guys next time, thank you for putting up with our nerdy bullshit, bye guys!